Welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Insights Podcast. This podcast is devoted to helping business owners succeed and grow. In each episode, we interview a successful business owner on what has helped them to succeed and how they've overcome challenges along the way. Our aim is to be the leading source of learning, encouragement, and success for small businesses. Today, we have the privilege of speaking with Matt Pell, CEO of Beyond Pulse. They're based in Portland, Oregon, and focus on wearable technology. Very interesting. We're going to jump right into the interview, and it's really good to have Matt with us. Thank you, Matt, for joining us. Uh, My pleasure. The, so let me ask you to tell us a little bit about uh, the history and background of your business. How did you get started and why wearable technology? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so the company was actually started in 2018 by a bunch of passionate soccer guys who just thought, you know, there's there's got to be something we can do here to help coaches coach better, you know, make this more enjoyable for the players. Um, most of them had did not have any business background, honestly, but they had this idea. They found a passionate investor who believed in the idea. And for a good four to five years, they did product developments, got it in the market a little bit, didn't really figure out how to get traction, you know, just kind of just figured it out as they went. Um, and at the end of last year, Beyond Pulse had some decent amount of customers who loved the product, but not enough to make this really feel like it was going somewhere. So there's kind of moment of truth, uh, Q4 last year, which is when I came into the business. I met the, the main investor and, you know, he said, hey, can you put together a business plan? We'll put a little more money in and we'll see if we can really take this to the next level. So, yeah, I joined in January. I'm a passionate soccer guy, a passionate tech guy, and a, a passionate performance guy. And so um, that's kind of what Beyond Pulse is all about, is helping improve performance in the athletic arena. Very good. Now, did you have any background at all in wearable technology before getting involved in this business? You know, I ran a consulting business before this, and a couple of my clients had wearable technology, but it was never something I went deep into. But I knew I didn't necessarily want to be involved in hardware. <laughs> so okay. I love software. That's mostly my background. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's been an interesting ride, I, I will say that, to, to go deep into the hardware space. Very good. Outstanding, Matt. And so, Matt, uh, what, what's your role with the company? Yep. So, so I'm the CEO. So I came okay. in and kind of just took a look at how things were going, mm -hmm. what needed to be focused on first to make this a sustainable, scalable business. Mm -hmm. um, and within a few months, we had that kind of figured out. And uh, yeah, I just kind of oversee the business, make sure things are running well, empower people to do the jobs that, you know, they were hired to do. Very good. Very good. You mentioned strategy, right? You were brought in to help with the strategy and, you know, help the business uh, get to the next level. Can you tell us a little bit about the overall business strategy that you've introduced? Yeah, for sure. So before myself and I also brought on a CTO who's a, a longtime friend and we always dreamt of working together. We both started in January. Uh, the first thing was we really focused on who our real target market was. Up until we came on board, it was kind of like, hey, if you were interested in, you know, buying our product, we'd love to sell it to you. Um, but, you know, especially selling to individuals and actually some groups, too, who were really not who we had intended this product to, to be used with. They, you know, created a lot of overhead for us and support and just not really understanding the product. 
So we decided we're not going to focus on them anymore. If they really want to work hard, they can still figure out how to buy the product from us. But most of our, our efforts go to selling to teams, to clubs, mm -hmm. to universities who buy in bulk. So we're not doing one-on-one -on -one sales anymore. Our typical sales are between 30 to 100 units. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a key thing right there. That really simplified our lives. All of our internal processes kind of just kind of solidified around that strategy and just made it really simple to, you know, here's how we're doing it. Let's let's go do it. Um, and that, that was probably the biggest thing. And then mm -hmm. really focusing on some partnerships. So we have a great sales guy who's not a sales mm -hmm. guy. He's a PhD in something else, but he's a great <laughs> sales guy. But he's done a great job, but he's, there's no way, you know, hoping we can hire one or two or three or a bunch of salespeople is really going to help us scale. So we focused on some key partnerships that kind of get the word out for us and bring business to us versus us just going out, knocking on doors all day. Very good. So organizations and partnerships is, you know, a big part of the strategy, obviously. That's pretty smart, actually. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, what would you say are some of the adaptations that the business has had to do in the what is it almost a year now that you've you've been with the company yeah so we've had to get really close to our customers um mm -hmm. that was really important to me because i felt like they're what we didn't understand what we didn't understand we knew there were some mm -hmm. customers who were just very happy with us but a lot of customers were sort of lukewarm and if you know they had a bad week with our technology then they were not lukewarm anymore they were unhappy and if a competitor came in we were going to lose them so that was really important to us right out of the gate that we developed a net promoter score methodology we went out to all of our customers said tell us the good the bad and the ugly just mm -hmm. be honest with us and it wasn't nearly as bad as everybody in the company thought it might be uh, <laughs> um, so it was, a, it was a fine starting point it wasn't great or terrible it was a, just a starting point and so and we got a lot of feedback from our customers like a lot and most of it kind of fit into a few buckets, uh, all addressable, but we didn't really know what it was. So we've used that feedback to prioritize what we're doing next, what we focus on, and how we communicate. Like these are the things that they told us were important to them. And uh -huh. so we make sure they're in the loop now. Like here's, we're working on those things, here's where they are. Um, and that's gone over very well with, with them. Very good, very good. Now I love net promoter score. Uh, it's a lot simpler than you know people might think it is, but for the audience who might not be familiar with what it is, do you mind just describing it and how uh, you know how to utilize it? Just briefly. Yeah, you know, before I did it a few years ago, I was so intimidated by it. It does sound complicated. Uh -huh. It's basically just a simple survey that it doesn't give very many options. You say, hey, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate us? A one is like this is horrible. I will go out of my way to tell people you're terrible. 10 is you're awesome. I'm going to go out of my way to tell people you're awesome. And nine and 10 is what you count as your like net, you know, net promoters as the positive people. Um, one to six, I think it is, or one to five, somewhere like that are the people who are actively going to de-promote you. And then the middle ground, six to eight, I think it is, or whatever, right mm -hmm. in the middle ground. You just don't count those. Those are just people who are sort of neither here nor there. You're then sure. you take yeah. you take your nines and tens, basically, and you can subtract your uh you know as a percentage and then you take the deep promoters and you kind of is it a percentage i can't remember how you there's a little mathematical equation there but then you end up with a score uh, and that's it it's that simple and so we sent out a three question survey saying how would you rate us 
period. You don't have to give feedback. And if you want to give us feedback, why did you give us that feedback? And then the third question was, uh, is there anything we can do right now to help you? And those were the three questions. Okay. Uh, and we got a very high response rate. Outstanding. Very good. Very good. You know, I'm big on uh, analytics and KPIs as well. Um, are there any other metrics or KPIs that you have used to measure the, the success of your business outside of NPS, Net, Promote, Net Promoter Score? Yeah, there's a bunch. I mean, it depends on the department we're talking about, but obviously sales has really easy numbers to, you know, to track. You know, we, we have a certain amount of outbound we want to do. We have a certain response time on inbound that we want to follow up with. Um, we've just started tracking the demographics of some of our customers. So like, you know, if they fit our ideal customer profile, then, hey, we really want to understand, you know, if this conversation isn't going how we think it should or progressing, like, why not? Because they seem like a really good fit for us. Um, for marketing, we've done some great marketing. We have a great marketing person, uh, Ellie, who we really try to co-promote with all of our partners. So like when they sign with us, we do a big marketing blast. We sometimes do press releases with them, but we track you know, a lot of data around the marketing. Um, our support times, you know, we're always trying to get those down. So people have all sorts of questions with the wearables, often because they're not wearing them correctly. So we have to be very, very quick in responding to those. Um, and then, of course, money in the door and keeping expenses under control are, are huge, huge for us. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Matt. So in the time that you have been the CEO to implement your strategy, what would you say was your biggest challenge or obstacle? That's a great question. Um, so you, the past 10 years of my career, and actually for a long, longer than that, I worked with early stage companies who were actually early stage and had not had time to develop systems or habits or anything really. They were just kind of like in the first year of existence and they were looking to scale. This company had five years of, you know, keeping the doors open largely through investment, not through being profitable necessarily. But we had a lot of uh, just legacy systems and habits and, you know, things that people were pretty comfortable with that were not bringing this company forward. So to try to, there's parts of the culture that were really strong and we wanted to make sure we kept that but also to say, hey, this company has not been successful to date with some of these things. Let's really, as a team, come up with what do we got to do better? And my the way I tend to operate is not say, you know, I don't, I, I rarely have the right answer the first time. So I'll say, hey, you know, Laura in operations, what do you think we can do better? And, mm -hmm. you know, let, let each expert drive it and, you know, and, that, that was probably the biggest challenge and just try not to step on anybody's toes, but say, hey, we got to make some changes here and let's let's all row this boat together. Getting buy in and getting them to want to work with you in order to drive the strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And there have awesome. been a lot, actually it's interesting. There have been a lot of turnover here in the past couple of years, too, in leadership. So people would come in. Not for whatever reason, not be effective, and then they would leave relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. And so. I was another one of those type of people, I think, in the first few months that that was the fear. Okay. All right. Very good. But you've been able to uh, help them make uh, significant progress, it seems. That's pretty awesome, man. Um, the, let, let me ask you, how do you keep up with the latest trends 
and development in your industry, anything that has to do with technology, I know it moves fairly quickly. So how, how do you keep up? Yeah, you know, our marketing person uh, does a lot of that for us. She kind of keeps an eye out. Our CTO is really into the, the new technical trends. And so they're kind of the ones who really stay abreast of it. And then, you know, I kind of stay in touch with what our com main competitors are doing. Uh, but that's really, really how we do it. Okay, very good. And, uh, you know, you mentioned partnerships, right, and collaborations and doing press releases and all of that and doing co-promotions uh, with those partners, uh, as well as uh, going after a larger uh, uh, customers, right, as opposed to one-offs. Yeah. Uh, curious if any, and, you know, considering the field that you're in, you're in athletics, and I, I assume, uh, you know, some of those uh, customers are, um, sports teams, whether in college or pro, et cetera. I'm curious, are any of your current customers' names that we might recognize? Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, so our sweet spot, well, I'll just say two right out of the, the gate. So in the university landscape, the University of North Carolina men's soccer team is a customer, okay. and the Yale women's soccer team mm. are customers. Awesome. Yep. Very good. Those are some good names. Recognizable, right? That helps with the marketing and sales, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, what advice would you give to other business owners looking to succeed in your industry or, frankly, in business in general, considering your experience? Oh, that's a big question. Um, and actually, I, I love talking to you because I know you and I have similar backgrounds with our, our depth of experience with early stage companies. Um, the biggest thing I would say is develop systems, you know, like emotions go up and down, you know, good days, bad days, but systems are systems. And if you follow systems, doesn't matter if it's a good day or a bad day, a good system's gonna win. And so I, I advise a few startups now and mostly people doing it for the first time. And that's usually my, my biggest advice is stick to your systems, refine them as you go, because they're, they're certainly not perfect the first time you set them up. But just believe in your system and keep grinding it out because it will work if, you, if you're flexible and keep working. Very good. I like that answer, Matt. Now, uh, first of all, I want to say thanks for being on the show. We like to keep these relatively short, digestible for our audience. Um, but finally, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Or, you know, do you have any offers uh, for them that they can take advantage of? You know, feel free to share your website or any contact information that you'd like uh, for the audience. Oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah, the best way to reach us is the website is Beyond Pulse, B-E-Y-O-N-D, and Pulse, like your heartbeat, .com. And depending on what you might want to connect with us about, there's different ways to do that on the website. Um, yeah, and it would be great. There's, there's not really any special offers. Uh, I will say, well, we have a new product coming out, but it's really... It's not ready yet, so I don't want to talk about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, come to the website. If you find something you're interested in, we make it very easy for you to, to get in touch with us. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Matt. Really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate, uh, appreciated your time uh, being here with us today. Outstanding interview and uh, all the best and success with your current endeavor. Thank you very much, David. It was, it was a pleasure. I want to thank you sincerely for listening to the podcast. Please share it with anyone that you think could benefit from it. Have a great rest of the day, and here's wishing you much joy and success.